He said, quote, I'm not a system player. I am a system. I love it. I love it. Oh, He's not a businessman. So He's, He's a businessman. Business man. Unbelievable. That's my main man, James Harden. I'm not my a main system man, player. Harden. I'm a system player. Love me some you know, James Harden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I love that guy, man. Yeah. Should we get t-shirts made with that say that and just all wear It'll it on be, the show I'm one time? I'm a system, comma, player. Oh, man. It's oh. so good. Look at Garth Brooks looks good, man. Does he? Yeah, former Padre right does. there, Garth Brooks. He looks. I think he looks a little swollen myself. Cut. I didn't know he was. No, he looks like he's getting ready to cut. He's like, ah, operator, won't you put me on through? You're gonna send my love down to Baton Rouge. Creatine, That's where I should be heading tonight, baby. Down. I should be going down to the south this weekend with my guy Mike Dettelier, who's gonna be joining the show. Actually, the BetQL tailgate to kick off. Tune in this Saturday morning, nine to ten a.m. Eastern. Big game breakdowns. Big we got game. Clemson, Notre Dame. We got LSU, Alabama. We got Colorado State, Wyoming. We got Nebraska, Michigan State. We got Army in the Air Force. We got <laughs> Old Dominion in Coastal Carolina. We got Hawaii in Nevada. We got BYU in West Virginia. We hit on every single game. No other show does that. Does uh, Does Big Noon? Kickoff, kick do that? I, no, I, I, maybe. I no, don't they know. don't. Okay. Does college game I think day? They only pick, cover college Fox game games. day. You know what college game day does? What do they do? Talk about one game. They the don't game even pick. Covering? They don't even pick against the spread. Oh, who do you think is going to win? Oh, uh, you know Alabama or Coastal Carolina? Yeah, way to really go out on a limb. <laughs> way to really go out on a limb, Reese. But no, we pick against the spread every game, every Saturday. And this this Saturday, it's going to be a big one, guys. I bet Alabama today. I went back on what I said, so. I like Alabama, too, but the only reason yeah. I didn't put it on wax for a beat the books is because you liked LSU. That's how much respect I have for I liked, you. I liked LSU at eight, game of the year price. Now at three, nah, I, I've actually talked myself into I think Alabama's winning the national championship. You know what? We're going to be NFL heavy this entire show. You brought it up now. Let's pivot. Let's do it. Let's get a little horvod you. Let's go down here and just, just throw it out. Let's go. That's what I like to hear. Time to paint the face and listen up. Class is in session. It's time to paint you. There you go. I can promise if you're watching on the stream. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, though, in a Game. I think that they get into the playoff because I think that they win that game. Alabama's actually starting to figure some things out on the offensive side of the ball. I know J- Jaden Milrow's not, you know, Caleb Williams. He's not Drake May. But the one thing he could do, he could hit the deep ball. And they're starting to figure out the run game a little bit. I don't love the offensive line. He's been under pressure a lot. And then defensively, they're still a top 10 unit, even without a guy like Will Anderson. I really like the secondary the last couple games. Kool-Aid McKinstry is going to be a top 10 pick. So I'm coming around on Alabama. And it's Nick Saban. Um, the reason I'm coming around on Alabama now that we've moved off way, like we're blowing past key numbers from eight down to three, is as a Notre Dame fan, I could tell you the games that Brian Kelly is going to win and the games that Brian Kelly is going to have circles coached around him. And this seems like a spot where he's not going to fare so well against the GOAT, Nick Saban. So I trust Nick Saban in a big game more than Brian Kelly. 
The reason I kept going back to LSU is I think this game is going to be a shootout because LSU gives up all explosive plays. Um, They're one of the worst defenses in the country, giving up the explosive. They're not a good tackling team, even with all those five stars like Harold Perkins. They're just not really good. But um, I think if Alabama is able to kind of like slow things down, run the ball for four or five yards on those standard downs, it's going to be a lower scoring game. But if you think LSU is going to win this game and, you know, you missed the eight, why bet them at three when you could just bet Jaden Daniels to win Heisman? Mm -hmm. You're getting better than a three to one price. Statistically, he has the best uh, quarterback numbers. He's number two in QBR. You know, Michael Penix has really struggled the last couple weeks since that Oregon game, and he wasn't even really that great in the Oregon game in the second half. Fourth quarter, he made some big throws, but Oregon kicked the crap out of him, and he hasn't looked healthy. He looks a little bit beat up right now. He's thrown three interceptions the last two weeks, I believe. He's only completing like 55 to 60% of his passes. So I think right now is the perfect time to buy in on Daniels if you think LSU's live in this game, because then they beat Bama. You know, they run the table the rest of the way, most likely. They get into the SEC title game. And even if they don't win the SEC championship game and he gets into the playoff, just getting there, I think he wins the award. Because he's had the best season, and he's not the reason that they have two losses this season. It's the defense. And they probably should have beat Florida State. They had a three-point lead at the yeah, half of that game. Just got smoked in the second half by Ugh, 28 points. Stinks. God, so, uh, brutal. I think the Heisman, like, if you like Daniels, I think this is the week to play it. Plus 450 the, right now. I threw out the Carson Beck last week at 30-1. to 1. The price didn't really move. But, man, like, he's the reason Georgia's offense is clicking right now. They lose Bowers for the season. I know they got McConkie back, and they're able to run the ball a little bit better now that they've gotten a little bit healthier in the backfield. But when's the last time you saw a Georgia quarterback averaging, like, 320 passing yards per game? They're top 10 in passing efficiency. And if they run the table, go undefeated, win the SEC championship game, I think he's worth a look. But the play to make right now, I think, is Daniels. If you like LSU in the game. I like Bama, so I'm staying away, and I played Daniels already preseason with uh, Ewers and with Marvin Harris. What'd you get him in the preseason? He was 18 to 1. I was going to say it was something like 16 or 18, wasn't it? And then it? he dipped down to 12 to 1, and then I think mm-hmm. he closed the 8 to 1 because they, you know, like a lot of people obviously like that. Marvin Harrison, though, I think is still alive as well, actually. Um, but you for think that so? to happen, yeah. I think Kyle McCord's been bad. Not bad. He just hasn't been. Just hasn't been good. I mean, he's been a top 10 quarterback as far as QBR, but like you saw last week, he threw a couple really bad interceptions against Wisconsin, two of them. Uh-huh. Um, and the numbers like aren't really explosive compared to like what C.J. Stroud was, what Justin Fields was. So let's say they go into uh, the final week of the season, they beat Michigan in that game, and they go to the Big Ten championship game. They're already the number one team in the country. They have the best resume. I think he gets a look because they don't have that C.J. Stroud-type quarterback, that Justin Fields-type quarterback, that pro prospect right now in McCord, and he's still putting up numbers. He's done it injured, and they've had a bunch of guys hurt, like Henderson's out for the year, Abuka was hurt, so I think he'd get a look. Other other than Cade Stover, he's pretty much carried that offense. If Jaden Daniels and LSU win, and he plays well against Alabama, but Michael Penix Jr. plays really well against USC... I know USC versus Alabama, especially the defense, is very different. Yeah. But Michael Penix is still the favorite right now, plus 275. Yeah. I don't... It's hard for me to see him dropping off, whether it's odds or even in most people's minds, if he just, at that point, is maintaining. Yeah. So that would be my only worry with that, saying like to get to the point where it's it's set now this weekend. But at the same time, the other side of that, I look at it and go, 
Well, it's also Alabama, and we know how the high regard everybody holds Alabama, and their defense has been really stingy lately. So I think that would be the difference for me where if somebody's deciding between the two, you have to look at that point. Jaden Daniels playing well. If, again, we're pretending that it's similar numbers, similar performance, a few, very few mistakes. Michael Penix against the USC defense that just goes, here you go, go yeah. buy us, versus yeah. Alabama defense. And that's the thing. So when Quinn Ewers in Texas beat Alabama, everybody's like, that's the best win. And, and still, like that's why Texas is trying to make the case, and Sark said this again um, after practice yesterday, they should be a top-four team because they have the best resume, they have the best win in the country against Alabama. Remember when they beat Alabama, Quinn Ewers was then the favorite to win Heisman after that game. Went all the way down to like 3-1, to one, I believe 2-1 to one in some shops. If that was this weekend, if Quinn Ewers beat up Alabama this weekend and not whatever week four. Probably your Heisman. He'd be he'd be the Heisman winner, right? Yeah. Just because of when they play. Yeah. But I mean then they had the loss to Oklahoma. He got yeah. hurt. But that's what I'm saying. Like if Daniels beats Alabama and puts up big numbers again in this game, I think he's gonna be the look because you're also looking at competition. And Michael Penix, you look at the last two weeks. So Washington's still a top ten offense and his numbers are still great. But the last two weeks, you played Arizona State and Stanford. Mm-hmm. He's only completed 60% of his passes, and he's thrown three interceptions in those games. You Just know what like I mean? if he would have been, had completely clean games yeah. and then played how he played against Oregon this weekend, he would probably be the favorite for that. And hot take, I think mm-hmm. USC beats Washington this week. You do? I do. I bet USC. I, I think that it's like the perfect time to buy low. I know the defense is bad. I think it's going mm-hmm. to be a shootout, and I think Caleb's actually going to play well. But man, I mean, Daniels total in that seventy six and a half now at BetMGM. That wow. total has been skyrocketing. I could not bet the uh, I couldn't bet the under in that game. Right, even with that, like, it's like I just I can't like, imagine betting the under. There's in that. no chance. But yeah, man, I mean, just with Daniels though, I looked at this. So number two in QBR, twenty five touchdown passes, only three interceptions, and I think what sets him apart though, what he does with his legs, five hundred rushing yards. He's got the rushing touchdowns, and. I guess the only knock, I guess you look at like he's got the best wide receiver room in the country, maybe next to Texas, because he's got neighbors. He's got Brian Thomas. They're starting to figure out the run game right now with Logan Diggs, but yeah, I think he's the best quarterback. The only, And then the only other uh, knock would be the two losses, but one of them's non-con, and if they beat Alabama, everybody forgets all about that, so... I think that'd be the look if you were doing anything with the Heisman. It's crazy to think of some of the line movement, too, to where we are now, where Michael Penix Jr. was 16-1, to now the favorite at plus 275. This feels like some of the most wide-open Heisman, like the most wide-open Heisman race we've had in a while. Yeah, we just don't have any clue. You know, Caleb looked yeah. like he sealed it up right around now. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's the thing. What, what do you guys think about Bo Nix moving forward? The only thing I'd worry about is, okay, so he already played in his biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. It was against Washington. They lost that game. He was perfect, so he yeah, shouldn't he be like he shouldn't be at fault for that. But, but then how are we going to look, you know, moving forward? California, nobody cares. Yeah. USC at home against that defense. He's going to put up big numbers on the road against Arizona State. That's actually that a tricky State. game. This is the game, the Oregon, the Oregon State, State game at home, home scares I feel me. Like is, yeah. But having that game at home, Dan Lanning, and that's like the last game, hey, you win this, we're in the Pac-12 championship game, maybe we get revenge on Washington, whoever's playing in that game, like let's rip their heads off. I don't worry about that. I worry about November 18th, there's no time on this yet, on the road against Arizona State. Not that Arizona State's a good football team, but they have the best secondary. Stingy uh, through the air, really yeah. stingy. We saw that when we talked about that when Arizona State was a big dog. I forget to who was it either Washington or USC, and it was like, dog, that's that's not going to be a fun game. Yeah. Uh, for that team, and remember they went up against Colorado too. They're just they're just very feisty, Arizona State. Yeah, they have a really good secondary. That defense, yeah, that defense is pretty damn good. They only gave up 15 to Washington. Washington yep, beat them 15 was. to 7. 
Yeah, they um yep. they only lost forty two to twenty eight to USC. Uh, beat Washington State as well. Yeah, that's a that's a good. They're going to cover against Utah, I bet. Actually, yeah, I would only take them in that spot. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know how many points Utah is going to be able to score in that game against that secondary. Although scoring, they might be able to run the ball a little game. bit. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, interesting enough though, the highest ticket percentage still Shadur Sanders, sixteen percent. And then Travis Hunter. All that money at the beginning of the year. People flooding the market with all that money with them in Colorado. Even if and they look went, where you are. Even if they won um, eight games, I still don't think that that wins you a Heisman. I don't even you know think that I mean? gets him to the, the – I don't think he gets even invited. Like, he's like the four that go. It's like the NFL. Like, the MVP, you rarely see, like, a guy – like Deshaun Watson put together one of the best statistical seasons a quarterback's ever put together, and he wasn't even considered, uh, you know, as an MVP that last year with the Texans because they won like five or six games. Right. Remember, in college football, it's the same thing. You have to win nine, ten games. You have to be a playoff contending team. Right now, if we had to guess and the Shador, four, if we had to guess the four invites, Bo Nix for sure, yep. um, Michael, Michael Penix, Penix Jr., Jr. for sure. So the question is: Is it like a JJ McCarthy? Does Caleb Williams still get an invite? J.J. McCarthy and Michigan have to beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. If Ohio State beats Michigan, it's going to be Marvin Harrison. Okay. And, you know, it might even come down to Oregon has to run the table or Washington has to run the table. Like, if Washington loses to USC, in. I could see, as crazy as it sounds, Penix is the favorite right now. If he doesn't play really well against USC, which I don't know how you don't with that defense. Right. But if they lose that game... Maybe they lose another one down the way. Maybe he doesn't even get an invitation. And then it's Bo Nix. Bo Nix is your Pac-12 quarterback, essentially, that's going. Yeah. Caleb Williams isn't even invited then. Yeah. So you're looking at maybe a J.J. McCarthy if Michigan beats Ohio State. Jaden Daniels, clearly, if they beat Alabama. Jaden Daniels. And then does Carson Beck get an invitation if Georgia runs the table and he continues to put up big numbers without Brock Bowers? Could Marvin Harrison get an invite even if Ohio State loses since he's a wide receiver? Like, is it one of if those things? If he goes out for like had... 22 receptions right. and four touchdowns or something crazy <laughs> yeah. like that. But no, I don't know because they're going to want to give it to a quarterback again. Well, Jordan Travis might be in this mix too. Like, if this was 1993, Audric Estime would probably be inv- invited <laughs> because they yeah. like Notre Dame running back. And Notre Dame would be like number five in the country right. even with those two losses. They'd be like, well, those are tough losses, man. We got we to gotta credit them for scheduling uh, Ohio State in the non con, although they don't play in a conference. Yeah, I just. I, I think it's going to be one of those quarterbacks, though. I think it's going to be Jaden mm-hmm. Daniels. I could see it being Bo Nix if they run the table or uh, Penix, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, what about. There we go. I needed that so bad. TCU has been. Um, I, so they're 4 and 4 this season. Uh, I think I'm 1 and 3 betting them. So tonight is uh, something that. Something. Uh, Something I feel not we didn't. Much. You know, we didn't even mention Jordan Travis at all. No, we this. did not. I know. And then you have Jordan Travis. And that's the thing. Like. So you've got obviously the Wake Forest. You got the, the Wake Forest win they just had. At, again, Wake Forest is terrible, but you got Pitt. Pitt's also terrible. The Miami game they should win. North Alabama they should win, and then Florida they should win. That's like, the problem. So man. That's, like, not they a should, bunch of big matchups right. down the stretch. And when you win the ACC title though. How do you not invite Jordan Travis? Like, see, I feel like he'd be he has to be one of the four. And so yeah, I know. That's the other thing I'm starting to wonder a little bit too. Um, just because if you look at the college football playoff rankings, I never pay attention to the top four or the top ten. It doesn't matter. That's these guys are all going to knock each other off. But I like to look down the line, mm-hmm. um, like you know, uh, 18 to 25, because that tells you what they think about the top team. There's not a whole lot of ACC teams towards the bottom of the 25. Meaning, like at the end of the season when they judge these schedules. What, what if, like, Florida State goes undefeated and gets left out? I don't know. We talk about it later. Jordan Travis, 8-1. It's BetMGM Tonight. 
We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.